Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vibe Talk Awaken. I'm your host, Vibe Queen. And a saying that I've been saying for quite some time is self-awareness is the gateway to inner peace. And I've really been reflecting on that statement, being present with how I'm feeling, whether it's what's going through my mind, my body, just my existence and becoming aware that doesn't make me who I am and that labels and identifications do not make me who I am. And then beyond that, what am I? Who am I outside of that? So just this uh, pondering of self-awareness is the gateway to inner peace. Chasing that, longing for that, means we don't have inner peace now. And uh, that's a belief system I no longer subscribe to. So I believe that if we're continuously in a state of self-awareness, and that just means being curious and tapped into the now and observing, then we, in essence, by that statement, can always be in a sense of stillness and inner peace and serenity. And I think that's quite beautiful. And you're able to respond from that place of stillness. So with all that being said, uh, I wanted to talk about the thing that has triggered me most recently, and that is the subject of my biological father, which is something I haven't really shared before, not until recently. And I've been very candid with my story for the most part, but there's been certain parts that I haven't really been open about. And as aware as I feel that I am most times, I didn't really explore why. And once I did, the realizations that I came to were pretty profound and overwhelming. And being able to observe that and not attach to that and let it take over me, which in the past would result in a bad mood, which turns into a bad day, a bad week, a bad month. And then you take actions that are self-sabotaging and you go back into this loop of old patterns and behaviors and you all of a sudden wake up and you're like, well, back to where I was, what happened? So being able to be conscious and observe didn't change the fact that I was triggered. That still happened. I'm still human. That didn't go away. But I was able to watch what happened as it happened. And that allowed me the beautiful opportunity to just be a witness. And uh, that's what I want to share with you today is what that experience has been like, how I'm feeling right now. And uh, hopefully it'll provide some value for you and uh, allow you to reflect where you can perhaps do that in your own life. At least that is my intention for this podcast episode. And so with that, let's dive in. So it was nine years ago, I was 26 when I discovered uh, that my biological father even existed. I went to get my, my dual citizenship. So I have dual citizenship, American uh, citizen and German. Yeah, my dad was in the military. So I went to get my passport, and that's when I found out that my father who raised me isn't my biological father. So of course that was shocking to hear. And when I found out what happened and who he was, because I was told that he was that he had passed away, it just was so overwhelming. And it was almost like, wow, there's a whole nother part of me that exists that I didn't even know exists. And all these things go through your mind. Who am I really? If this is not half of my family, then who do I belong to? Just all these things go through your mind. 
And then it also gave me a sense of, oh, this must be why I never felt fully accepted or fully home. And then you start second guessing things and just you go down these rabbit holes. Fast forward five years ago, I found out that he is still alive. So then that was like another whole shock. And at the time I wasn't on a healing journey and that spiraled me out of control. I fell into a six month depression. I would wake up crying. I would wake up confused, disoriented. I was at a place in my career, my musical career, where I was finally getting a sense of success. I was in a job, in a career that I loved, making the most money I've ever made in my life. I was married at the time. It wasn't perfect. And here comes this person claiming to be my biological father and they're alive. It was just a huge shock to my system. It's like all this trauma came up. I didn't know what to do with it and I shut down completely. Uh, for about six months. It was pretty rough. And after that, experiencing what felt like the beginning of the end of my life led to an, a spiritual awakening now two years ago. And I eventually did have the, the courage to reach out to him in 2017. And I wasn't in a great place, but I was in a better place. I was able to hear his side of the story and hold space, but I was not in a place where I could do so without judgment. Uh, and so that was a very difficult experience. And so perhaps you're going through that in your own life where you discover something that you don't agree with, or maybe there's somebody in your life that you need to forgive. And I say need in quotation marks because you don't need to do anything, but perhaps letting go of that resentment, that bitterness, that anger, allow you to just free yourself, right? And they don't even need to be a part of this. Forgiveness, I believe, is really for you. However, there can be so much resentment that you're holding on to. You did this to me, right? You owe me something. You owe me that apology. Why did you do that? But it's so filled with judgment uh, and negativity when you come from that place. In my case, because this was my father, I just felt, I just felt that resentment. And it was really difficult at that time and place to navigate that emotion because I didn't have the tools, the emotional tools that I have now such as meditation and journaling and even podcasting, honestly, being able to talk to incredible people on their journey. It triggers me to remember things and research things and allow me to figure out, okay, this is an area where I can still better myself and better myself in the sense of I can explore it more. So it's just been, it's been a journey. So either way, Fast forward some more years, I finally felt feel like now I'm in a place where I am able to hold space and there's no attachment to the outcome. There's no sense of, oh, we need to now have this perfect relationship or we need to be super close or I need him to validate me or approve of me or make it up to me. There's none of that. There's just two people coming together, connecting when the time is feels appropriate, at least it, it, it does for me now. And just seeing what happens, just observing like anything else. And so when I did that and I spoke about him, energy is so real. I spoke about him and I felt inspired to reach out to him because a certain person talked about their mending of their relationship with their father. And it just had such a profound effect on me that it inspired me to want to reach out because he's not dead. He's still alive. So I felt at peace to be able to reach out to him. And so I had this intention like, okay, I'm gonna reach out to him. <laughs> There's no expectation. And I found out about five years ago that I have a, a half sister, older sister. Uh, so we have 
him as our father and she texted me and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. How come she called me? She texted me. I was just thinking about him. Energy is so real. She's yeah, you know what? Well, we're blood. So we had this beautiful conversation. We caught up and she mentioned he got into an accident, you know, our father and he's in a, a nursing home. And so she mentioned that he got into an accident about two years ago. He fell off a bike. And so that he's paralyzed. And like she said those words and they didn't really, it didn't really hit me fully until I actually finally reached out to the nursing home and tried to get in contact with him. And I received the number of his cousin to get on the list, the approved list of people that can reach out. And so me and, and her spoke on the phone yesterday for about 20 minutes or so. And uh, she told me that he's actually paralyzed from the neck down. His mental capacity is still good, intact, but he cannot move at all from the neck down. And so it just, that just hit me really hard. It was a completely overwhelming experience, especially to be able to witness that almost as if I wasn't myself. It was quite interesting because I haven't been triggered like this in uh, a long time. And so. In that experience happening, I started to cry and uh, it was weird because I felt a sense of almost comedy. Like, why am I crying? This is, this didn't happen to me. This happened to him. I, my, I almost feel ashamed to admit it, but part of me felt like perhaps this is his karma. He went to prison for attempted murder. And then I felt a, 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 an incredible sense of guilt because I felt, I don't know the circumstance, who am I to judge? It's a horrible thing to think of someone. And then I felt, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be paralyzed, to never walk again, to never run again, to never dance again, to never make love again, to not have children. I just felt such sadness. And then I felt I can save him. I can save our mind. We can put our mind to things. I remember taking a real estate course with Keller Williams, the company I was with in New York. And there's this intensive you take, it's called Bold. And I remember there's this story of this guy, they show like the video, it's like shot in the eighties or the nineties. And this guy gets into this plane crash and he's paralyzed. He's paralyzed, I think from the neck down, I'm not even kidding. And it's like this motivational story and I'm watching it, right? And I've, I've taken this intensive course like twice, two or three times when I was in real estate. And he just made up his mind. I'm going to walk out of this hospital room by Christmas. And he did it. He did it. He used his mind and he was able to heal himself. And he walked out. I remember watching that story, thinking to myself, wow, if that ever happened to me, that's the attitude I'm going to have. That's the attitude I'm going to have. Nothing's going to, nothing's going to hold me down. And I remember feeling so inspired by that. Wow, what a, what a crazy story. But you never think that's going to happen to you. And so now here I'm sitting recording this podcast episode and what are the odds? And then I get this overwhelming feeling of maybe I can inspire him to want to walk again because it's all in the mind. And then I had this epiphany of it's not my job to heal anyone but myself. It's not my job to inspire anyone to do anything. All we can do is show up for ourselves, do the work for ourselves, be the highest form of ourselves that we wish to be. And that's all we can do. We can only control ourselves once we become aware 
of ourselves. And I say selves in air quotation marks, right? What is a self even? It's a whole nother topic. So all of those things were happening as cousin Glenn is chatting to me. And then she's telling me that he got vaccinated. Oh, there's another trigger. Okay. All right. Let's just pile them on. And then telling me that she's putting all of her faith in Jesus. And if I have a relationship with the Lord and Savior, and if I want to accept him into my heart, and I'm just like, wow, okay, this is just coming in full steam ahead. <laughs> and all I could do then is just laugh. And I'm crying and I'm laughing. And I'm just like, this woman is going to think I'm batshit crazy. And that's okay. <laughs> and so I thanked her for her time and her kindness. And yeah, we're going to talk every week and just build a relationship. And I think that's beautiful. And Towards the end of my night, I was able to just find gratitude in the entire experience and recognize that, wow, to feel, to cry, to love is to be human, is to truly embody and just accept that this is all temporary, this human experience. And to be able to become a witness of that and know that, and then laugh, and smile, and just enjoy the experience for what it is. That's the inner peace. And so in the shit of it all, I feel like I finally experienced that self-awareness truly is the gateway to inner peace. And that is my hope for every single person that as they say, we can suffer without suffering. Thank you for listening. I hope this brings you value. And until next time, sending you love.